0: If you are planning to do your NYSC in Abuja, then you definitely need to listen to this. Although, I must give you a disclaimer. It's been about, what, six years? Six to seven years? My goodness, I'm old. I am an old woman. It's been almost seven years since I was in the camp myself. So, some of this might be outdated, but yeah. I just randomly remembered that there were a lot of condoms on the ground. Ah, I know. I'm sorry, guys. I should have... I should probably read this thing. R. I don't know if your children are listening. Sorry, guys. But for some reason, I just remembered that... Um, Yeah. It was like... And you find them, like, on the field. Ah, goodness. Like, I don't understand it. Like, is that... Oh, never mind. Anyways, other than that... The second thing you need to know is that the masa is terrible if you have never eaten masa in your life please do not eat the masa at nyse camp abuja like i said the one i ate seven years ago was bad Shah. like i don't know about now but i'm just i'm working off of information from that time but one thing you should definitely eat is the starch and banga i don't know if it's the same people who were there but yeah try that that was really nice i remember that one third thing you need to know don't bother trying to wash your own clothes yourself just give them to the dry cleaners it's easier and you run less of a risk of your stuff getting stolen i'm pretty sure i lost stuff hanging on the line in camp i don't remember exactly what but yeah and besides everybody has like white white whites like everybody's wearing the same thing so even if your stuff doesn't get stolen you can easily just lose them or whatever Tip number five, was it four? old age? Join OBS. Now, OBS is the uh, orientation broadcasting service, something like that. It comes with its own perks, right? I don't remember exactly what all the perks were, but I do remember that all of the people I was with um, at OBS, we ended up being in the same um, CDS. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember like the subsection of, I think it was the editorial CDS. Yes. And they were really cool people. But apart from that, apart from that, um, I was posted to the place I wanted to work at because I was at OBS. So there was this thing where they asked us to write our names and the um, places we wanted to work. And, I I mean, I didn't think it was serious, right? I thought that, oh, they're just trying to boo us so or whatever. But I figured, yeah, it couldn't hurt. And I already knew I wanted to work at People's TV, uh, a TV station in Abuja. So I just put that down. And surprise, surprise, I got posted to People's TV. So... Yeah, although I must warn you though, it's better for you to go to OBS only if you have like an interest in broadcasting or media. Because dude, they're gonna see through you. They'll probably not punish you or anything, but yeah. Uh, Let's see. Tip number six. Okay, I don't know if I have a tip number six. Oh yeah, tip number six expect lots and lots of long freaking lines if for some reason you went to university where you didn't stand on long lines my goodness this might be a shock to you but like you will stand on a lot of lines you need to get food stand on a line you need to open an account stand on a line you need to get your shoes stand on a line and these lines are really long and because nigerians are so unruly you're gonna have people cutting the line and all the annoying stuff in fact <laughs> I have juice for you. So there was this day when we had to open accounts because you have to open like an NYC account where your allowee is going to be paid into. And I got on the line, right? One of these really long lines as usual. And when I was, I think there was just one or two people in front of me. And then these three huge guys, Came and stood in front of me, like right in front of me. Lord. Hmm. For context, right? The sun was hot. I had been standing on this line for only God knows how long. And these guys were probably about twice my size and twice my height. I lost it. I freaking lost it. And I started, like, the thing to me is, like, when I start talking, like, when I'm really pissed. My mouth just runs like a tap. I don't know what, what it is that I said. I don't remember. But my mouth was running like a tap that you can't stop. And I told these guys to literally just get out of this place. I accused them of being bullies. And I mean, you're not ashamed of yourself. You're seeing someone that's like half your size and you're trying to come and chance me. And then one of them was like, oh, if you don't shut up, I'm going to beat you or something like that. You will beat me today. <laughs> I told this guy that, look, you're going to have to beat me up. You are going to have to beat me up. I was ready to get beaten that day. Because one thing I know about myself is I am generally patient, right? I don't want to say I'm a very patient person. I don't know. I'm generally patient. I'm generally tolerant. But I have a threshold, you do not want to cross that threshold. So, I mean yeah. I mean, little me with my mouth, I kept on running it, and eventually they they left. I don't remember if they apologized, but they obviously were not going to beat me there. Yeah. So that, my friends, is a lesson in standing up to bullies. I will not recommend it unless you are one hundred percent sure, because <laughs> if you are not sure, it's going to be sure. it's going to be clear. If you are afraid, it's going to show. That moment, I was not afraid. I was ready to get beaten. Anything will happen. will happen today. That was my state of mind. Uh. So yeah, those are some of the things you might expect if you're going to camp. Um. Hopefully, there will be no bullies where you're at. But hey. I think there are bullies in every corner of the world, but um, yeah. Oh, I just remembered something else. Okay, now I don't even know what I'm going to title this episode. Uh, I, do, I'm like, uh, how do I talk about this without being disrespectful? So there was this Muslim lady, right? Now I feel like I'm gossiping with you. Ah, gosh. Gosh, even though you don't know who this person is. uh, Guys, I don't know. If I tell you about this, would that be gossiping or backbiting? Even if you don't know who the person was? I don't, like, if I saw her today, DCF, I wouldn't recognize her. But the bottom line is there was a dancing hijabi. Like, shake your bum, off kind of dancing. And it was on stage. There was like... It was an eventing camp. and I remember the Muslim students just being very upset about it. Like, oh my goodness, if she wanted to do that, she should just have taken her hijab off. And yeah, all of that. <sighs> um, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, that whole statement of, oh, she should have taken her hijab off. But I mean, one thing I do know is like, it wasn't proper you know especially when she was dancing you know it was like just you just watch it like a girl in hijab drinking or something yeah it was, it was a bit effing but well, on a serious note like when things like that happen what's what's the right way to approach it what do you think is the right thing to do like in fact this conversation let us stick to instagram let's stick to twitter a big um mention me tell my dm whatever just let me know what you think um in that kind of situation, what do you think the right thing to do is? Cuz honestly, I don't have the right answer. I don't know if you're supposed to go talk to the to the lady and say, "Sister, sister, just hug her and take her off the stage and say, sister, don't do that. Please don't do that." Um Yeah, I don't know. What 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 would you do? Would you talk to her afterward, after the fact? Yeah. I don't know, because the one thing um definitely not comfortable with is, you know, talking about something that someone is doing, you know, especially another Muslim. Talking about them in a bad light, you know, in the moment. Uh, I don't know, like, it's, it's really weird. Uh, it's really weird. And I think that... Like, these are things that are going to keep happening, whether it's on social media or in real life, whatever it is. Someone doing something they shouldn't be doing, basically. And they're they're embarrassing themselves and embarrassing the community as well. So how, how do you handle that? Because with things like this, I feel it's better to approach with love. You could be misunderstood even if you approach with love, but I think it's better to approach with love than being all... Harsh and mean and oh, uh, you're terrible and you're this and you're that. Nah. Um, yeah. After that evening, though, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know if anyone talked about it. And after that, probably, maybe, I don't know. But yeah, it was kind of weird for me to talk about this and bring this up. But and I think that's where I'm going to wrap this episode up, so it doesn't get too long. Thank you as always for listening. Holler at me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram at Corey Day, K O R A Y D A Y. Twitter at I am Kora Day. And if you haven't been following me, then you might not know that right now I am developing a feature film um, titled With Difficulty Comes Ease, and um, it has a Muslim lead character. Yeah, it's set in the world of Muslim peoples. Uh, yeah, pretty interesting. And I need all the support I can get. I need you to spread the word. I need you to give me money. And when the time comes, I will ask you for money. Maybe, actually, maybe. Um, But in the meantime, if you don't have money or whatever to give me, just pray for me. Pray that I get one huge sponsor or something, or many huge sponsors, so I can make this film. I'm making it for you. Yeah, I'm making it for you. And for me too, but I'm making it for you. For the most part. Bye!